This is Golf with Jay Delsing. A two-time All-American at UCLA. A participant in nearly 700 PGA Tour events. Seven professional wins to his credit. Over 30 years of professional golf experience. A member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay, and I'm with my buddy, longtime caddy friend, John Perlis. Perley, good morning. What's happening? Good morning, Jay. Everything's happening. It's good down in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Looking forward to talking to you. Well, we formatted the show like a round of golf. This first segment is called the On the Range segment. And we are giving away a dozen TP5 golf balls every week to anyone that uh, sends me an email, j at jdelsingolf.com. That's J-A-Y spelled on both ends of that. And enter the word, word balls or the fact that you want it to be thrown in this drawing, and we will pull your name from a hat and send you a dozen golf balls. All right, so Pearl, crazy, crazy first start for the PGA Tour at the Century Tournament. John Rahm closes 10 under par, 63. Colin Morikawa, I just got to jump into it. I cannot believe what I saw in his short game coming down the stretch that absolutely undid it for him. Hey, Jay, talk about those tight lies, though, on that grass going into the grain when you've got to hit those touch shots, when you can't just afford to just kind of punch it up there. Talk about that a little bit, because I don't care who you are. Those are always a little bit nervy, let alone a guy that's confidence is on the rocks at best with those shots. Yeah, so so what happened first, folks, is I think on the 14th greenside bunker, Morikawa had a long-ish bunker shot, but certainly not difficult, slightly on the upslope, and he bladed it. I think Azinger called it a home run. You know, it's gonna he's going to touch all the bases, hit it over the green. Just really uncharacteristic um, for a guy who hadn't made a bogey all week long, John. So he'd, he'd played, oh my gosh, however, 63 and uh, 467 holes without making a bogey, and then turn, turns around and bogeys the next two holes. And what stood out to me was what he did on 15 with the tight lie that you're talking about, slightly uphill again, which for tour players is really makes it the shot a little easier. But when you're playing over Kapalua, John, the, the, it is such a grainy, grainy Bermuda grass. And if you're not spot on with those wedges, you're going to chunk a lot of shots. And what Morikawa did is he chunked it onto the front edge. And then, Pearl, he didn't get that ball up and down. So you could really see a guy who was in total control of the of the tournament go from there. He can't keep his car on the track. Well, the guys were talking about it, the commentators as well, though, that that's part of the weakness of his game. So he knows, they know, everybody knows when he got in that position. He just didn't get in that position much during the earlier part of the week. And there's just that next level of, if I just hit this one good, I'm going to win this tournament. I'm right on the edge. And that's just such a, a tough little shot. And there's a lot of times during the year where you might have that shot, but you're not dealing with that sticky, nasty grain. So you can kind of fake it up there. You can't fake it up there in those conditions. No, John, if your club is slightly off plane or a little bit wonky coming in with that leading edge, folks, it is going to do the, the interesting thing, Pearl, the bladed bunker shot and the fat pitch, basically the same sort of thing, Pearl, that leading edge is coming in at, at too sharp and too abrupt an angle. And that's forehead in one and fat in the other. And neither of those are conducive to trying to win on that tour. I don't think you're giving that bunker shot its due. I think it was a little bit longer than you were suggesting. I thought that was just past that. It was in that throw-up zone again, Jay. I mean, there's other than this grainy stuff that we're talking about, all those tight lies, that long, not just long bunker shot, but that bunker shot where you can't just hit a regular explosion is arguably the toughest shot in the game. John, that's what I thought initially from TV, but then when I did my research, they said it was only 72 feet from the hole, which is, you know, 18 yards or so. It was a hell of a lot more difficult than the pitch that he that he messed up. But anyway, let's talk a little bit more on the positive side. John Rahm, he started his day off with an opening bogey, John, and just absolutely caught fire. 
10 under par and win his eighth PGA Tour event of the year. And how about this? $2.7 million for first place, 550 FedEx Cup points. Well, the other thing that was important, I think, obviously he loves the money and all that kind of stuff. And he made a charge at the end, which he's known to do. But I guess clearly in the middle of the tournament, when he could have really lost it and his temper was starting to get the better of him, he calmed himself. He hung in there just apparently long enough to be able to be in some kind of a range to go for it the last day, assuming a bit of a fallback by uh, Marikawa. But that's a big deal for John Rahm because when he can maintain his composure, I'm not sure too many guys can beat him. No, I think you're right, John. I think that's what happens. And and um, and that's that maturation, right? He's a dad now. He's got two children. He's married a little bit. That That's part of the thing that kind of carries over. And, and Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. What did you just say? He's married a little bit? No, I said, did I? I'm not sure what I said. He, he, I think he's married a lot, but he's, yeah, it's, he's that, it's that maturation that carries over a little bit is what I was trying to say. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should go to the replay and see. I love those commercials where they say, let's go to the replay. John, I'm going to do the tip of the cap segment. Our tip of the cap is brought to you by the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, 314. 966-0303, and Colin Burnt is our buddy over there. Pearlie's got a Colin vehicle. I've got a Colin vehicle. My family are driving vehicles from the Dean Team Volkswagen to Kirkwood. We're tipping our cap this week to Jim Cavanaugh, Matt Horner, and the entire Worldwide Technologies team for jumping into the world of golf with both feet. They've, they've hosted and been the title sponsor of – Two PGA Tour events for the last for a PGA Tour event the last two years I should say they're involved as presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic that we have over at Norwood, and they're not stopping anytime soon. They've also inked a five year agreement to be the official player development sponsor for the APGA, the Advocate PGA. That is a huge deal for those folks, and so we appreciate their their help along with Doherty Business Solutions who brought to us that APGA event and the inaugural APG event last year at Glen Echo. This is the tip of the cap. It's brought to you by the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303. Thank you, Colin. That's going to wrap up the On the Range segment. We want to thank Darty Business Solutions for being the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. And don't go anywhere because I've got my interview with the director of golf, Mike Tucker, from Bell Reef Country Club. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. That was On the Range with Jay Delsing. For news on the latest golf equipment, tips, and to ask Jay a question, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. Coming up, it's the Front Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. I love having Doherty Business Solutions as the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. You already know that they're the number one largest IT consulting firm and the largest software developer in the St. Louis region. You also know that there are over 2,500 Darty teammates in 30 states and three countries around the world. But what you may not be aware of is what Darty Business Solutions does right here in our own community. They were the sponsor for the first Advocate PGA event at Glen Echo this past September. Darty Business Solutions was also a presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They have created Access Point, which builds diversity in the IT workforce. This is a game changer in our community. Literally hundreds of mostly young African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 per year jobs right out of high school, and that training begins in high school. Darty Business Solutions believes talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. Ron Darty, our founder at Darty Business Solutions, is the chair of the 2023 Heartball, supporting local, the local American Heart Association Foundation. These are just a few examples of the positive things Darty Business Solutions is doing right now in our community. The Legends of Golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title, September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsey. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. 
you'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsinggolf.com. The official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show is the Dean Team. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They provide me, Pearlie, and our families with all of our cars. The reason we went with the Dean Team is because we could trust them. We knew at the Dean Team they were going to take care of us, and they have. They made the entire car buying experience so simple. It was more than just simply selling us a vehicle. The Dean Team made our car buying experience seamless and enjoyable throughout that entire process. The Dean Team has the complete car buying steps done before you head into their showroom. They're ready to answer all your questions and set your mind at ease when buying a vehicle. At the Dean Team, they offer new, pre-owned, and all the services included with your Dean Team purchase. When you're with the Dean Team, they become lifelong friends. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, located at Manchester Road in Kirkwood. The Dean Team. This is the Front Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is presented by the Ascension Charity Classic, September 5th through the 10th at Norwood Hills Country Club. Find out more at ascensioncharityclassic.com. This is Jay Delsing, and I'm visiting with the director of golf, my good buddy, Mike Tucker, the director of golf, I should say, at Bell Reed Country Club. Tuck, thanks for joining me this morning. Uh, thanks for having me, Jay. It's a pleasure to be on with you. You know, the Midwest is not the place to be. I, I, I want you to go ahead and rub it in a little bit and tell everybody where you are and what's happening down in Florida. Well, I... Uh, I'm fortunate enough to be able to take a little time in uh, the months of January and February, for the most part, to get down to South Florida, down here at uh, in the Jupiter Stewart area. You know, people are familiar with Jupiter and the spring training for the Cardinals, and uh, the PGA of America has a has a has a nice home base here uh, at uh, the PGA Golf Club, where they have a series of events for PGA professionals like me. And there's probably 10 or 12 guys from the Gateway section down here. Uh, competing and playing and just getting away and, and quite frankly, enjoying the, you know, a little bit of a break from the jobs, but also uh, teeing it up with some guys from around the country, playing some good, uh, good tournament golf and, you know, just enjoying uh, uh, weather that's not, uh, not so bad. It's been awfully <laughs> nice down here. So I won't, I won't lie. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I know. Go ahead, rub it in. It's all good. And, you know, we, we, we can't, we'd be remiss to not talk a little bit about your big bro. You guys, long lineage of great golf professionals at Bell Reef. Give us an update of your, your brother, Jerry, and let's talk about, uh, I know he's still got lots of game in that bag of his. Well, it actually uh, just, just happened uh, to show itself this weekend. Well, I was uh, good, good friends and members of Bell Reef, uh, Phil Castor and Brian Lovett were down there playing in a national senior junior uh, down here uh, in South Florida. And we had a little match, uh, Jerry and I against Brian and Phil and they're, they're our best two players at Bell Reeve. They're, they're seven or eight time club champions. And Jerry, uh, as my partner, I think I cut him one shot. He shot 67. So he was a good partner to have that day. And at 73 years old, that's pretty impressive that he still, uh, still can get it around. And he's been a, as you know, Jay, he's been a great mentor to many people in the section and has a, has a good, uh, so-called uh, professional tree that has, has, um, gone on to do some pretty neat things. Uh, you know, that uh, he started and he uh, he was able to grow. And I've just been very fortunate enough to be his little brother and uh, take all the advantages that come with being a little brother. And, and uh, just, you know, he set me up for a career in the game and uh, the business. As it turned out, I've been so fortunate. And it was all because of him. He had an opportunity to bring me on his staff at Bell Reeve in 1987 when I started. And uh, I just, you know, I admired the way he did his business. He was a great PGA professional, but he was also a fine player, uh, rules official. He did it all. He was the Renaissance golf pro, and I just uh, was in the fortunate enough to be in the. Um, uh, my mom made him hire me, I think, or something like that. So <laughs> it, it worked out really well for me, and uh, I owe him everything. And I try to follow his footsteps, and that's what we try to do at Bell Reeve now: is take our team that we bring in and try to get them into a position where. 
they can have success and grow their careers like Jerry grew uh, the careers of so many uh, of his of his assistants and team members I've tried to follow and you know I'm not not as maybe not as successful as Jerry but I you know we give it we give it a shot every week you're doing the exact same thing that he's doing and by the way folks if Mike Tucker wasn't good at his job he wouldn't have his job so that don't buy into what you just said I don't buy into it Tuck it's um it's it's awfully awfully kind of you to to handle that question that way but I don't think it's true and I know for a fact like my friend Crimson Callahan was with you guys for a minute and then you you got him a job somewhere else and he's off trying to make his mark and maybe back and you're doing that uh, with a lot of players and 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 also as as we kind of kind of move into our next topic Tuck you Bell Reeve your staff the membership there is is really keeping St. Louis in the national golf spotlight so to speak and you know the PGA Championship will never be equaled in my opinion in 2018 the 100th year anniversary you guys your staff knocked it out of the park the play couldn't have been better talk to us a little bit about 2026 you have the BMW Championship coming to Bell Reef and then 2030 the President's Cup which is an entirely different animal well I I, I just to go back real quick I do think some people probably thought that Tiger did win with all the with all the uh uh, the, the the throngs of people and even our members getting so excited watching you know him make his charge and it'd been a long time since we'd seen that obviously Brooks Kepka is a uh, a worthy champion a four-time major champion and you know Bellary's produced some pretty you know Gary Player uh, winning the Open in '65 being a multi you know champion uh, major champion and and Brooks Kepka and you know we're going to see. Uh, yes, the best players in the world. And, you know, it all starts, Jay, by the membership. The membership and the leadership at Valerie have proven time and time again that they embrace hosting championship golf. And trust me, in, in you know, the members, I don't want to get in trouble by, by I don't want to give them too much, uh, you know, just like I'm, I'm stroking the, the membership, uh, giving them the accolades. But, hey, it's not easy hosting championship golf, and it takes – effort it takes time and it takes your club away it takes your golf course and your facility away from the members that are you know enjoying it and uh you know that doesn't stop us from hosting um as the championships that are worthy and come our way when the opportunity presents itself just like the pga championship of of, of 2018 it did set records um it and also and let's face it jay you you will you know this as well i do it takes a community it takes the whole city of st louis the region um, the state to get behind this and make this work. And it wasn't just our championship. It was St. Louis's championship, the bi-state areas championship. And we were just, um, you know, we were fortunate enough to be uh, able to host. We've got a great physical plant. We enjoy hosting it. Uh, you know, even though, like I said, we, in 18, we had a few different uh, issues pop up with um, a challenge with the greens that, uh, you know, things happen, right? I mean, you know, that's growing, living, uh, of being out there and, and Carlos Urea and his team and Carlos is now our general manager and he, he, they did an amazing job of keeping things together and uh, we were able to host and, and conduct a great championship and in 2026 we're going to have the BMW championship the best players in the world I think will be back in place and in play uh, in the August of, uh, of 26 that summer and that's the right now it's set up for the top 70 players in the world to come to St. Louis and I think you may see a couple tweaks here and there, but I, I don't think much will change other than that. So I think we're uh, ready for uh, a great championship. And then just a few, four short years later, the world comes here with the President's Cup. And who knows what the, the, the teams will look like at that time. But uh, we know that that's one event St. Louis has not had. We haven't had an international uh, uh, cup match. We haven't had a Ryder Cup. We haven't had the President's Cup. So this will be a uh, this will be a, an event unlike any other because the international flavor. I mean, literally, there'll be hundreds of hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of media uh, visitors from all over the world because these players are coming from every corner of of the globe. So that in itself will be uh, just a spectacle. Bell Reef hosted the 1992 PGA Championship that Nick Price won, and you were working there with your brother. Talk a little bit about, I mean, we have seen this game blow up with the career and the happenings and, and the significant contributions of Tiger Woods, but talk a little bit about from, from the 
from the golf pro perspective on on trying to oh I don't know manage maybe two three four times fold the stuff that goes on. Well, it starts with again uh, you know excellent leadership, the membership, uh, the the club always has. I mean, we've already you know started to identify uh, our chairman and committee members that will will run the the volunteerism of, uh, of you know that, that starts with the club then you get the associations that you're working with be it the pga of america the usga or the pga tours like we'll see in 2026 the pga tour is uh will will conduct that event and we have a, a wonderful relationship working relationship with all of these allied associations and we you know we know that there's a lot of uh a lot of interesting things going on in the world of professional golf right now. And we know that by the time 26 gets here, we all feel pretty good that whatever will need to be worked out or ironed out will be, we think they'll be there. You know, we're pretty confident that there's going to be some kind of, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, peaceful agreement at some point in time. And right now uh, the, that we are already starting to get the ball rolling on, Hey, who's going to run, and do why who's going to you know lead the charge and the members do this we'll have i think this one's only 1500 maybe volunteers 1500 to 200 or 2000 volunteers but our membership will be involved in uh in that the whole way and again we embrace that so you get your committees together you start selling hospitality you start organizing the state of missouri that the municipalities of town and country chesterfield we start talking about traffic you know uh, patterns and you know, securing hotels. So this is all, you know, the, infra- the the lead up to it, you know, the infrastructure, so to speak, of, of how to host a major event of any kind. And uh, St. Louis has done a, done a heck of a job. And every, every time we've been able to do this, you know, they've come through and made it, uh, made it easy to work with. So I'm pretty, pretty happy that we're going to have, again, a, an, an easy road to this. We've done it before. Uh, but, you know, it does start with the membership wanting to do something like this and bring it bring championship golf to St. Louis. And I'm happy to see our friends at Norwood that have a regular tour stop now with the seniors and, you know, who knows what's next, but uh, you know, it just shows St. Louis is a hell of a sports town. You know that. I mean, I don't have to tell you that, that St. Louis leads the way in so many, so many aspects. So it's a, it's a team, it's a team. It's a whole bit, a lot of teamwork that has to go with a lot of different, you know, moving parts with state, you know, city and the association. So we're, we're uh, we're pretty good at it at the at the end of the day, and uh, happy to do so. Oh my gosh, Tuck! One of the things that comes to mind is the difference between the merchandise village or whatever you want to call that area between '92 and 2018. It's almost like the difference between uh, g- going to do your grocery shopping at a at a oh gosh a gas station compared to going to a superstore or something you know because it was just yeah, yeah. It phenomenal went boutique, it went from the boutique uh, kind of experience maybe the mom and pop to you know the big box store you know we got we got mass uh you know the mass uh you know they realized the pj of america and i think usga both realized hey you can make money in this merchandise thing and put logos on everything that's possible and 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 sell the hell out of it but it's truly uh yeah it, it's just it's it's you know, you get lucky with having, uh, you know, good ticket sales, corporate hospitality that helps. I mean, obviously, you got to have the people there to make things work. And uh, St. Louis always supports that. So the merchandise, the merchandise tent, and it was, uh, you know, not to get into the, the backstory, but the merchandise tent was had been in, you know, uh, you know, p- potentially in a different, you know, part of the of the landscape, part of the, you know, part of the build out. And it just happened. We, you know, the merchandise tent ended up where it did in, in 2018, right there by the entrance. So we, we had people coming in, going through the merchandise tent and they were leaving, going through the merchandise tent and they, they enjoyed it and they enjoyed it many times. And that's a, that's a win-win. So had, that was just uh you know, as it happened to work out, you know, swimmingly for everybody. Tuck, it got me a couple of times. It's almost like an impulse item. I'm, you know, and they, they have, that's why they have the gum and the candy at the checkout st- aisles right. because you grab something. I'm like, oh, hell, I got to get another shirt or I got to get another hat. It, it was it was absolutely spectacular. I'm going to ask you one other thing, Tuck, and then that's going to wrap up this first part of our, our interview. When it comes to your staff and the staffing, how important is it to have gone through this? Like, you know, this is going to be what? Probably your fifth or sixth championship. I mean, having that kind of experience, and you talk about leadership in the club, but your leadership with your team, 
That's crucial. I'm super fortunate to have a great staff and, you know, they always say hire to your weaknesses and I have a lot of weaknesses. So I've got, uh, <laughs> I've had to make some good hires. So I, I, I do have some returning uh, veterans like uh, JD Opping and uh, you know, some of our crew that have been around and, uh, and what's really important, as you know, when your agronomic team that is so uh, vital that, you know, Hey, we don't want to be, you know, caught out there going, Hey, what the heck, you know, how, how, what, what, what do champions, uh, championship conditions look like? What do we do? We're going to have to do to get this golf course ready. Well, quite frankly, you know, we've had, you know, we had a, we had our hands full in 18 and we had a few challenges. We got through them with flying colors and the golf course now is in excellent condition. We've been able to do the things we needed to do to, to bring up, uh, you know, bring the golf course back up to speed like it should be for our daily uh, play for our membership. You know, our membership deserves championship conditions as well. And so we're not, uh, we don't have to do a whole a lot of work on the, on the, on the grass, on the agronomic side. And again, we have, we've done this before. We have some, some people in place that have seen it before. So it's really nice to, to know that, you know, we can anticipate better and that makes the operation go better. All right, so that's going to wrap up the first segment of our interview with Mike Tucker. He's the director of golf at Bell Reef Country Club. Don't go anywhere. We'll be we'll be back with the second half of the interview on the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. That was the front nine, presented by the Ascension Charity Classic. Coming up, it's the back nine and more of golf with Jay Delsing. This is Jay Delsing. Did you know that Marcone is the largest authorized appliance parts distributor in the world? That's right, the largest in the world. Did you know that Marcone is based right here in our backyard of St. Louis, Missouri? Well, that's pretty impressive. What's more impressive is the way that they give back to the St. Louis community and our region. CEO Jim Sowers has donated service dogs to the wounded servicemen and women of our armed forces. Suites at St. Louis Blues Games have been donated and auctioned off in which all proceeds were given to the backstoppers. Then there was the Marcone Police and Firefighters Viewing Deck at the Ascension Charity Classic this past year. It was a huge success. So much so that it's being implemented on other tour stops around on the PGA Tour. To Jim Sowers and his incredible team at Marcone, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Marcone a proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. This is Paul Lazinger, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. The Legends of Golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title, September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. Powers Insurance and Risk Management combines 200 years of experience and cutting-edge products to deliver exceptional service, value, and clarity to their clients. Powers Insurance will deliver the highest quality property and casual insurance programs and strategic planning consultation services in the industry. Insurance can be overwhelming and confusing. It can be tough to understand. Powers Insurance simplifies it for you and your business. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you by providing ongoing assistance, consultation, and service that will help you control your insurance expenses and your workplace safety. Find out how Powers Insurance can help you. Visit powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com. After my knee replacement, I was able to swing the golf club again without any pain. SSM Health Physical Therapy guided me through the rehab process, and when I was ready, one of their specially trained KVEST certified physical therapists put me on the 3D motion capture system. It was awesome. They evaluated my posture, alignment, and the efficiencies of my swing. They gave me golf-specific exercises to help make my swing more efficient and repeatable. Call 800-518-1626. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. The 
This is the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is presented by Pro-Am Golf, located in Brentwood. See what Pro-Am Golf can do for you. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm sitting down with my buddy Mike Tucker. He's the director of golf at Bell Reef Country Club. And we're chewing the fat on a little St. Louis golf on some major championships. And Tuck, back in what I guess it was 2018, you got to play a, round, a practice round with uh, Justin Thomas, didn't you? I did. And uh, here's the, the ironic uh, thing about this and kind of the backstory. So, uh, Mike Thomas, Justin's dad, who is, you know, obviously well known as his uh, his mentor, coach, teacher. Uh, Mike Thomas and I were on the board, the PGA of America, uh, uh, PGA of America's board of directors uh, back in 2010 and 11. So I got to know Mike when Justin was only 15, you know, 16 years old. And had I known he was going to be this good, I'd have been a lot nicer to him when he was a little kid, you know, growing up there and uh, hanging around the board, <laughs> of, uh, the board meetings and things. But it, it was it was interesting because I remember meeting Justin for the first time. Like I said, he's 15 or 16 and he was a good junior player. And he was a he's not a very big guy now, but he sure was. He wasn't very big when he was, you know, just a teenager. But I, I realized, you know, I heard he was going to be pretty, you know, something pretty special. And I got to know his dad, you know, through our um, through our time on the board. And then, obviously, you know, the career took off. He was a little behind Jordan Spieth, his good friend, you know, out of the blocks. But then, you know, he actually, you know, kind of almost, I would say, almost surpassed Jordan in the in in expectations. And, and uh, they're both having great careers, no doubt. But it was pretty cool because the opportunity, you know, the PGA, you know, David Charles, Kerry Hag, the PGA, you know, said, hey, we'd like someone to play with Justin. And since I knew these guys and they knew I could not and maybe not embarrass myself to go out there and play around with him, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. And, you know, he was hit, he was hit at 50 yards by me. And, you know, it's, I outweigh my, you know, 50 pounds and he's hitting at 50 yards by me, but that's the way it goes. But it was cool. My assistant, Michael Keogh, rode along with us and he, you know, we, we had this little, playful match and I buried the first hole. So I had him one down and I, you know, I said in the second tee, I said, are you, you're probably scared. Aren't you Justin? You know, I got you one down. He's like, uh, no, no, I'm really not. So I was, we had a good time with it. And, um, I think he shot 65. I knew, you know, just kicking it around, but I could tell, you know, just watching the best play and you played to the best players in the world, Jay, in your career. And you've seen, you know, you played golf at an incredibly high level. Obviously it's just, it is spectacular to watch, you know, someone that's just on the top of their game at the top of the world of, you know, and their sport. So uh, it, it, it obviously, you know, those are the kind of the cool things when you host championships you get to do. And, and, uh, and, you know, it's just, it's just, again, we're so fortunate. I mean, how lucky, you know, my brother got toast to PGA championship. I got toast to PGA championship, you know, as a head professional, as a host professional. So Pretty fortunate for two guys from Carbondale, Illinois. Oh, my gosh. Well, you guys deserve it. Tuck, one of the things I got to talk to you about, because I know you know this better than I do, but I was out at 2018. I was out for Tigers Front Nine, and I had listened to you. I think you were on a Cardinal game with, um, oh, gosh, I can't remember who the president of the, uh, I know his first name was Mike. Mike DeCola. Yeah, Mike yeah, Mike DeCola. Yeah. Of, of course. Sorry, Mike. And anyway, you were talking about what a premium – it was going to be to play Bell Reeve well, to, to compete and win the championship on hitting your driver well. And Tiger went out on the front nine and missed every fairway and shot, I think, four under on Sunday, didn't he? I think he did, yeah. He, he hit it in some places that, uh, that you know, we, we actually have a couple spots, and one in particular in the ninth hole. He hit it, you know, you know Bell Reeve like the back of your hand, too. He hit it left of the fairway bunkers on number nine, right by the cart path. Matter of fact, he probably almost had to stand on the cart path. So he's got a he's got this this 45 degree angle side hill lie balls above his feet back left hole location impossible to get to, and he launches it up there and and hits it about 10 or 12 feet and makes it for birdie. I mean, had he won the championship, I guarantee there'll be a plaque there would be a plaque there right now, and and who knows there still may be a plaque there <laughs> in the future because and and now Jay this is one thing people have to remember the greens were very receptive they were soft that that week because of our conditions and we had that's the that, that was just the way we had to play it so the soft conditions quite frankly in taking nothing away from tiger's round but had the greens been firmer and faster hitting shots out of the rough hitting shots from less than ideal eyes may have been more problematic for tiger so the soft conditions allowed the players to throw darts and hitting yeah 
let's face it, when you're, you know, Kepka's hitting driver on every, every tee box, I think, and if it hits in the rough, who cares? But it was still, you look at the, you look at the leaderboard, it was really good drivers of the golf ball. Adam Scott was right there. You know, even though Tiger wasn't in his driver, good, but, uh, but Kepka's a, you know, fine driver of the golf ball. So a lot of long hitters and um, conditions were ripe. For missing fairways, you may have a chance, although he still hit some spectacular shots that we'll all remember. How about the way that Tiger and Kep- and, and Brooks Kepka played the 18th hole on Sunday? I mean, come on. What the hell? Well, I tell you, I, I think I've said this many times. When Tiger knew he wasn't going to, not wasn't likely to win the championship after, you know, on the walk up to 18, but when he made his putt on 18, he had that fist bump and little, I think he even had a little, like little leg kick. It's like, I know he, I, and in, in his mind, I knew he knew he didn't win, but I think he, it clicked and it finally, he proved to himself. He can win again. He could win a major. He, he didn't lose that major. Brooks Kepka won the major. So Tiger posted his, I believe 14 under par, which is good enough to win that week. It just happened to be, you know, Kepka's week. So I think when he made that button 18, I think his reaction was more, you know, hey, I'm back. I can do this. And then what did he do? The next major he teed it up in was the Masters the following year, and he won. So I think that was a moment that Tiger kind of, kind of, at least to himself, knew that he he was he was able to uh, to compete at the level that he needed to compete at, and that's why he kind of got excited because Tiger doesn't get excited over second places. No, often. he he doesn't at all. And, and to me, it was also kind of like this is uh, symbolic to the rest of you guys on the PGA Tour. Uh, don't forget about me. I'm back. Yeah. I, I pulled this. I forget what t- Tiger shot the last round. Was it 66 or 64? Wait, wait, it was low. I think he shot 64, yeah. yeah and yeah. it was low, and he didn't win, but it was kind of like, hey, guys, I'm back, and you're going to have to well, deal with the, me. And the, and the gallery fed off of it, too. So they were, they were you know, quite frankly, I think it was no it's no secret that that he was getting the biggest galleries, the biggest, the biggest ovations. The roars were all for him. And, uh, yeah. So, so he fed off the, the St. Louis crowd's energy and, you know, that walk over the, you know, that walk over the, the bridge and then panning back to the people down below. I mean, that'll be an iconic, that's an iconic figure in, in, in golf and it should be in St. Louis sports history as well. And so you gotta, you gotta credit, credit, the credit, the St. Louis crowd for, uh, for maybe uh, spurring them on to some, some greatness that week. Yeah, this this St. Louis sports community doesn't disappoint. Tuck, I know how much PGA Reach means to you. I know, but maybe the folks don't quite know what great work you're doing in the community. Allie Wells, the entire Gateway section. Ozzy Smith is, oh my gosh, to have someone of Ozzy's character and, and celebrity to help you know push this ball. Let's talk about Reach a little bit. Sure. Well, you know, it, it was... You know the the Reach program had 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 it was it was just a you know a, a, a you know a beginning program it was a thought to get something going and and you know we need to have a, an opportunity a charitable arm of the Gateway PGA to you know let's let's get into something that can help others but we didn't really have it was just a you know we were just basically basically just getting started and the opportunity arose toast you know to be considered to, you know, hosting a, a PGA championship and, you know, the thoughts behind, you know, the leadership at the time was, you know, Hey, how can we, how can we tie, you know, hosting a PGA championship in our community and how can we tie that to doing the good works that are needed in the community? And, and obviously we tied it to, at the time it was, it was a lot on, um, on the youth and junior programming and in the inner city in the urban areas that needed uh, as much help as they could get to, to uh, you know, and a great give back, you know, here's golf. It's a, it's not necessarily a game that a lot of, not everybody, again, we've talked about diversity. Um, it was like, wow, how can, you know, how can a golf tournament make my life better? I live in the city. I don't play golf and I don't go to country clubs, but it's like, Oh my gosh, we're going to, we're going to be able to have some really, really amazing things happen here because of this championship. So, um, so the leadership of the uh, of Reach uh, came up with a heck of a plan, and it was like, hey, the PGA of America liked it. They liked hearing, you know what? That's right. The PGA Championship comes to your city, and the leave behind instead of, you know, the 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 host club gets some new bunkers and the hotels and restaurants do well. It's going to be, you know what? We did. We built this community center. We started a program, 
and the leave behind it lasts forever not just for two weeks and what has been amazing jay is that the pga of america now requires every section has a reach program and if you want to host a pga championship you've got to tie it to reach you've got to this is where the charitable you know the money's going to go the charitable arm this is what the give back's going to be to your community and that started in st louis it started the gateway pga and i couldn't be more proud and Bell Reeve had a lot to do with that. Oh my gosh, Tuck, you should be proud. And and what's happening is Ozzy Smith is just a lover of the game and a huge uh, heart for St. Louis. His his champion the cause as well. He's he kind of hosts the gala and things like that. And what Reach um, as as Reach has grown and the effect that it's had on the community is, is amazing. And I, I'm not even involved with reach and I'm super proud to be a St. Louisan and to have it originate here and to keep it perpetuating here. Well, and it, I'll tell you what, it was such a, you know, so, so the program and the, the origination of, of reach and how it grew throughout the 41 sections, which is covers the entire country of the PGA of America uh, to take what started in the gateway PGA section and now to be a a that it's not it's not optional it is every every section has their own their own uh program and it now we're now we're working with veterans you know we're working with different types of people that that need the help and you know obviously it started with juniors and 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 in an urban setting now we're trying to do more uh to reach out to the people who do need us and we can do it through the game of golf and ozzy's been amazing and you know there's no he just carries the weight he carries in town is just it's, it's unlike just about any other you know when he puts his name and he puts his and he just doesn't you know just show up at the you know at the function wave i mean he wants there to be success with this program and he wants us to be part of his you know his legacy and you know he he, he gives it more than just uh you know the drive-by and and uh you know the shaking of a few hands i mean he does a heck of a job donating his time and we can't be more thankful. Don't can't have a you know a better spokesperson and a better figurehead for the operation. But everyone should be proud in the St. Louis area that you know this is something that started uh, a groundswell and is now a national program and it's successful and it started right here in St. Louis and the Gateway PGA. Absolutely, and and with the feather in the cap of Bell Reeve for for hosting a lot of the proams that are associated with it and, and so many of the other. Um, Oh man, positive uh, attributes that that go with reach, and I think you were referring to PGA Hope when it when you uh, were talking about some of the work that um, uh, we do with the veterans and 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 things like that. Which is, gosh, those those men and women women have given us and our country and our families so much to fight for freedom and and the things they do. And it's it's it, you know, Tuck, let's wrap it up with this. I'm blown away, and I, obviously not that smart a guy and not that uh, aware, but as I get older, what this game can do, what it provides for the community, I don't know how I got this lucky. It's just ridiculous. And to be involved in it, to be able to talk to you about how you guys were instrumental in starting PGA Reach, and now it's implemented across the country. Spectacular stuff, man. I, I'm right with you, Jay. I mean, you know, and I, I, you know, kids sometimes because I'm, you know, like I say, my brother Jerry and, uh, my, my, our middle brother, John is actually the, he's the nice Tucker. He's the one that everyone likes. You know, he's, he's the one that's laid back. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't play golf. He, he plays golf three times a year and scrambles with me. But, you know, I mean, my family, my mom and dad were amazing people. My dad worked for the U S postal service and, you know, here, you know, what, what my, I saw my older brother, Jerry, you know, do, and I've, you know, tried to do the best I can to make him proud. And, you know, to, for me to have an opportunity to, to, to even just mention the names we, we talked about in this segment and then, watch the game of golf, you know, change lives and to be a part of it. And it's all I know. That's I've never done. I've never had a job outside of the golf business. It started when I was 16 years old, working for Jerry in Mount Vernon, Illinois. It's all I've known. Uh, and, and I just, I'm amazed like you are, you played around the world with so many great players and you've seen a lot and think about the people we've met and the opportunities that I would never, ever have. It wasn't for the game of golf and being at a place like Bell Reeve, I'm going into my 26th year as head professional and, I'm so fortunate that they've kept me around for a while. And, uh, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're both lucky. And, um, and uh, but uh, I know I'm, I think I'm a little luckier because you, uh, 
you got a way better golf swing and you got a way better game. You earned your right to get out there and play around the world. Where I'm just, I'm just so happy just to be a club pro and take a few bucks off my friends. So, uh, you know, what can I say? This has been the director of golf, Mike Tucker at Bell Reef Country Club. Tuck, thanks so much for getting to, to talk golf with me. Keep doing what you're doing, please. We all greatly appreciate it. Well, I can't uh, thank you enough for having me. And uh, it's always a pleasure. If anything I can do for you, you know, Jay, you can uh, reach out anytime. This has been the Back Nine, presented by Pro-Am Golf. We'll make the turn into the clubhouse and head into the 19th hole. That's next on Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Jay Delsing, and if you're like me, you're always looking for the best ways to improve your game. That means getting the best, most up-to-date equipment you can find in golf. You can find that equipment at Pro-Am Golf. Pro-Am Golf is located in Brentwood, and since Pro-Am Golf opened in 1975, they have been more than just selling golf equipment. Pro-Am Golf is dedicated to helping build your game inside and out. Pro-Am Golf can custom fit all your clubs specifically to your build. They offer private one-on-one lessons, and they carry golf gear for every part of your game. That means clubs, balls, shoes, apparel, accessories from all the major brands. I get asked all the time by golfers, where should I go get fitted for clubs? And I tell everyone to head to Pro-Am Golf. They're the best in town. And make sure you ask for CJ. That's Pro-Am Golf. Visit ProAmGolfUSA.com. That's ProAmGolfUSA.com. I love having Doherty Business Solutions as the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. You already know that they're the number one largest IT consulting firm and the largest software developer in the St. Louis region. You also know that there are over 2,500 Doherty teammates in 30 states and three countries around the world. But what you may not be aware of is what Doherty Business Solutions does right here in our own community. They were the sponsor for the first Advocate PGA event at Glen Echo this past September. Doherty Business Solutions was also a presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They have created Access Point, which builds diversity in the IT workforce. This is a game changer in our community. Literally, hundreds of mostly young African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 per year jobs right out of high school, and that training begins in high school. Darty Business Solutions believes talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. Ron Darty, our founder at Darty Business Solutions, is the chair of the 2023 HeartBall, supporting local the local American Heart Association Foundation. These are just a few examples of the positive things Darty Business Solutions is doing right now in our community. Hey, this is Robert Price with Elite Minds. And you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Jay Delsing, and I've spent a lifetime in golf. And when it comes to playing the game of golf, the dining experience of a club, the amenities a club has to offer, or a family atmosphere, there's no place in Missouri like Whitmore Country Club. At Whitmore Country Club, there are two 18-hole championship golf courses. The membership there also provides access to 90 holes of golf in total. There's a 4,000-square-foot fitness center with 24-hour access. There's three premium tennis courts, two massive outdoor swimming pools. There's junior programs for golf, swimming, and tennis, and the best upscale and casual dining you'll find in the Metro St. Louis area. It's a club where you will feel comfortable, a club where family and friends come and get together and really feel at home. Whitmore Country Club. Find out more at whitmoregolf.com. That's whitmoregolf.com. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and let's head to the 19th hole. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Pearlie's with me. We're headed to the 19th hole. So, Pearl, I want to talk, first of all, the, the interview that I have with Mike Tucker, it's just so great. I, I love the, 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 the stuff about PGA Reach, Pearl, that, that just some of the things that golf brings to the table. Um, PGA Reach uh, started in St. Louis, 
Bell Reva's instrumental in that. Mike Tucker was instrumental of it. Allie Wells, our, and the director of, uh, uh, she's a current um, executive director of our section. All of those folks in the past were, were instrumental in it. But, you know, John, it just hits me. The game just keeps on providing it. And Mike Tucker's appreciative and extremely humble. And it, it's, it's just a, a, another tribute to the game. Yeah, I got to meet the PGA Reach folks down in uh, Frisco, Texas, at the new uh, PGA headquarters. And, man, are they excited about what they've got going on. And I know they're working and reaching out with you to maybe do something special that we can't talk about at this point. But uh, they are a passionate group, and it extends throughout the country. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so, Pearl, let's talk a little bit again about the tournament in Hawaii. I just love the kickoff. I love the Century event. It's over in Kapalua. The weather's spectacular. The scores, I mean, it's a birdie fest. But one of the things, John, that I thought was interesting and I thought really stood out on the broadcast was our buddy Kurt Byram. We played college golf with Kurt. He went to University of New Mexico 100 years ago with us. And I just thought he added such a calmness, such a professionalism to that broadcast where, and I think you said this to me off air, Azinger kind of shoots from the hip and it works, but Kurt brings a real steadiness to that broadcast. Boy, he has really honed his craft, hasn't he, Jay, on the on these kind of off tournaments and the off tours. And I just think he's solid as a rocket. We're probably influenced also a little bit by because we know him personally, and he's just such a solid guy. Pearl, what about you? It reminds me of the story that we're down in Alabama in probably <laughs> what Probably top, I'd say probably top three worst conditions I've ever, we've ever been in. Well, when you add the top of it to the golf course, is 7,600 yards long and the rough is about a foot and a half long. I would say the toughest I've ever seen uh, you playing, that's for sure. So, folks, Pearlie and I are, this is a tour championship for the Nationwide Tour at the time. And um, I think we opened with like a 74. And I remember standing out in the fairway on 18. I think we decided on a four iron and I was, just on the edge of was I in the fairway bunker or not? No, I don't. I no, don't, no, you're no. you're in the fairway. You're in the. Fairway. I was in the fairway and I hit this four iron and it went straight in the hole. It went made a two on eighteen and Kurt Byram's. You and I were high fiving and carrying on and laughing and um, and um, Kurt said to us he he sought us out and he said you know we tried to get you two on the air after you hold that shot on eighteen but do you remember why he said we couldn't get us on Pearl? There's a little bit too much profanity being <laughs> flying around when we were celebrating. There were some bad words being said. I think you were using them because I don't talk you like that. I'm sure it was me. <laughs> yeah, it had to be you. No, anyway, I, I remember that, and he was he was such uh, – I mean, he, he came and, and sought us out particularly for that fact, and I still get a chuckle out of that, and I, I think you're right. I mean, I have a, a, a really soft spot in my heart for him and, and know that he's worked really hard at, um, at his craft. He sure he sure has. I look forward to seeing the next level with him as well. And, and Jay, kind of look forward to seeing how that whole team's going to come together. Now that Gary Koch and uh, Roger Mulphy are gone, uh, there's just there's just a different dynamic, and they've got to kind of find their way. No, they absolutely do, and it's going to be fun to watch them hit their stride. All right, so, John, I did a research here, and you know how we are with facts when it comes to the oh, Golf boy. with Jay Delsing show. Oh, exactly. So put your seatbelt on. So Colin Morikawa joined a rather – uh, inauspicious group that he would probably not like to be a part of, but he's one of nine tour players that have held a six-shot lead or more going into Sunday's final round and not one. All right, John, here are some of the names. Bobby Cruikshank in 1928. He finished with an 80, no big deal. Gay Brewer, 1969, he closed with 73, didn't win the tournament. Hal Sutton, 1983, closed with a 77 at the Anheuser-Busch Golf Classic and didn't win the tournament. Here we go. Greg Norman, 96, he shot 78, obviously didn't win. Sergio Garcia in 2005 shot 72, closing, didn't get the job done. Our UCLA Bruins, Spencer Levine in 2012 shot 75, didn't get, didn't close the, uh, close the door there. Dustin Johnson in 2017 closed with 77 and didn't win. And Scotty Scheffler, and this is kind of an asterisk in my opinion, John, in last year's tour championship, he closed with 73. But that's that staggered uh, event format, John, for the tour championship. Not exactly a true six-shot lead, but he had a six-shot lead and didn't win the event. Tough, tough. And And the reason I'm bringing this up is I'm not trying to to bust Morikawa anymore, but 
there's a hell of a lot of good players and some Hall of Famers in there, Pearl. Hey, tell, tell me what you think, because you always hear this statement, when somebody's losing a big lead, oh, this is going to create scar tissue that they may never get over. And sometimes I think there might be a little bit of that, but I think a lot of times it makes them uh, more more determined to get over the hump, to find out what that weakness is in their game that caused that, or to find that out shot that they don't have. What do you think about that That scar tissue comment you hear all the time, not just in, in uh, golf, by the way, but in different sports. Well, John, with Morikawa, it reminds me of, what, two years ago at the Colonial when he missed a three-footer on the first playoff hole and Daniel Berger won the championship. I mean, you know, people were going to say, oh, this is going to affect him forever because Morikawa is for winning two majors in, in the events and, and had the career that he has. He, he wouldn't be considered a phenomenal putter and to miss a shorty like that they said it was going to have a lasting effect it had very little effect on him i i think john when you get on the the pga tour in that level you're you've learned to have that convenient short-term memory man when things don't go your way you got to drop it and move on and i mean colin morikawa finished second made a hell of a lot of money and also finished 24 under par, John, for a 72-hole tournament. There's a lot of positives to take away there. And I think most of those guys obviously get that. They're into taking away the positives and getting that. I always make the analogy when I hear them talk about the scar tissue. Jack Nicklaus had as many second places as he did first places. I don't think he choked all those times. I just think it's that hard. And so that's part of the game, I think. And the key that you do hear most of the guys talking about, I just want to keep putting myself in the position to win. Anything can happen. And it's tough when it's really under the gun. And a lot of times they don't have the game that we think they have, and they just run out of gas. No, there's no question about it. You know, Pearl, that's going to wrap up another show, man. we got another one in the books for 2023. Yeah, I forgot to do my bottle opening. Can I do it now? Oh, yeah, open one. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, Pearl. Well, I will. we will come back at him again next week with another episode of Golf with Jay Delsing. We want to thank Darty Business Solutions again for being their title sponsor. Ron and his team, thank you very much. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsinggolf.com. Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. SSM Health Physical Therapy has the Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screening on you as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Proper posture, alignment, etc. can help you keep your game right down the middle. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at ssmphysicaltherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. Hey, do you like wine? Have you heard about the hottest new wine bar in St. Louis? It's called Wild Crush Wine Bar, and it's located in town and country on Clayton Road, just behind the Straubs. Have you ever experienced self-dispensing wine machines? Well, they are here. The only place in St. Louis and most of Missouri that you'll find them, and it's at Wild Crush. You can choose your size of pour, and Wild Crush will pour the freshest wine in the area for you. The organic argon gas system used at Wild Crush keeps this wine pristinely fresh for up to 60 days. So if you're tired of drinking wine that's been open for a few days come into wild crush for the best and freshest wine selection in the area go to wildcrushstl.com and come have one with us i love having doherty business solutions as the title sponsor of the golf with jay delsing show you already know that they're the number one largest it consulting firm and the largest software developer in the st louis region you also know that there are over 2,500 Darty teammates in 30 states and three countries around the world. But what you may not be aware of is what Darty Business Solutions does right here in our own community. They were the sponsor for the first Advocate PGA event at Glen Echo this past September. Darty Business Solutions was also a presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They have created Access Point, which builds diversity in the IT workforce. This is a game changer in our community. Literally, 
hundreds of mostly young African-American women are getting fifty to $60,000 per year jobs right out of high school, and that training begins in high school. Darty Business Solutions believes talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. Ron Darty, our founder at Darty Business Solutions, is the chair of the 2023 Heartball, supporting local, the local American Heart Association Foundation. These are just a few examples of the positive things Darty Business Solutions is doing right now in our community.